0: What's up, friends? Welcome back to Beyond the Moon and Stars podcast. I hope everyone is enjoying their week so far. If you're new, my name is Chloe, and I'm here with my dad. This is Jeremy. (laughs) Thank you to all the listeners that have been keeping up and listening to all the episodes.
1: Yeah, tonight uh, we're going to be talking about mental health uh, and illnesses, It is a topic that we didn't mention in our first couple episodes that we were going to talk about, but it's the month of May, and obviously it is Mental Health Awareness Month, and so um, we want to talk about some of those things. So just kind of definition of what mental health is. Uh, Mental health refers to cognitive, behavioral, and emotional well-being. It is all about how people think, feel, and behave. People sometimes use the term mental health to mean the absence of a mental disorder mental health includes our emotional psychological and social well-being it also helps determine how we handle stress relate to others and make choices mental health is important at every stage of life uh, from childhood uh, all the way through adolescence and adulthood so uh, it is something that we've we've dealt with here at home uh, and so I'm gonna pass it over to Chloe and Chloe why don't you talk a little bit about some of your uh, some of your experiences
0: yeah So, um, basically, I used to be, well, I still am now, but um, when I was younger, I was always happy and, like, wanting to do everything in the world and just, like, I was always laughing. If you, like, knew me when I was younger, growing up in in my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I was always laughing at everything. And then um, junior year came around. I was still like that. I was still um, very friendly and, like, outgoing and always happy and then I had like I think it was my senior year or my junior year I began to take um Accutane which is an acne medicine and um I think that's kind of where like it kind of hit like my first like um barrier with uh mental illness because they warned me that it can't like I can develop depression and anxiety from this and so I was like oh like that's rare and so I'll just do it because like I want my skin to be clear and so I did it and um it was fine during it, but after it, I like kind of hit a wall where I was like starting to get super depressed, and uh, I didn't want to do anything at all, and I just kind of sat in my room and cried all the time, and just um, Which like we I didn't, didn't always know. Yeah, and um, I just like didn't know what, where I was going in life. I was really anxious about like my future, and um, just like things like thoughts would pop up into my head, and like I could never get them out of my head so I would continue thinking about them and so I think that had a lot to do with my senior year too, um, figuring out what I wanted to do um, the the next year and where I wanted to go for college, what I wanted to major in. I was having a lot of um, like anxiety and I was very nervous for my future. I was also just going through a lot of regret in my life and so I think I was very um, like I was stuck on my past so i was just like hitting myself down for it and just like tearing me apart from the inside out and so um i would still cover up at school and be like super happy but i think like my junior year i stopped going to school as much and like i like would ask my mom if i could stay home some days my senior year um we have senior attendance so i had to um, I can't miss more than 11 days, and so that was a little bit more hard for me. So I'd go half the day and then come home the other half, or. Um, Unless like, you're on quarantine. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, now it's <laughs> not a problem sorry, sorry. at all. <laughs> Way to lighten the mood, Dad. But, um, <laughs> hey, I do have a question for you, though. Yeah. Like,
1: it, it, based on some of these things, I mean, with mental illness, um, you hit on a couple of them. Anxiety and depression are define mental illnesses yeah. I think stress is something that leads you into some of those other things but what are what are some of those things specifically like anxiety that that would like stimulate the depression or what you know what would shut you down yeah. what are some of the things Well,
0: um, so the thoughts that were mainly going through my head was about my future and about college and um, I had like I had a, I have a boyfriend and so um, obviously that like came into play a lot where I was like scared with us and um, like a lot of the times which this isn't true but like it isn't a fact but I would always get into my head and say like I have to I can't disappoint my parents like I have to live up to like their standards that they want for me and like all this and like I know they love me either way or like I know that now but like then I was just like kind of always wanting to um, like do everything in my power to just make my parents proud and so That would always come into my head, and then once I'd think about that too much and get so anxious off of it, that's when I would be like, I can't do it, and then I'd shut down and, like, not want to do anything at all. I wouldn't want to get out of bed. I wouldn't want to go with my friends. I didn't, like, I didn't want to make friends, and so I just, um, because I was new to the school and I did have friends, but then I, I, like, stopped the relationships. I stopped reaching out to them. I stopped like talking to them at school like I kind of was just like in my own like uh world kind of and so I think that was mainly from like just like literally drowning in my thoughts and just always thinking and thinking and thinking and it was like all either about my future or about my past and it wasn't I was never in the present moment and so I think like from not being in the present moment like I just didn't want to do anything at all and like I just wanted to think about everything else that's going on in my life and so um, yeah.
1: and it, as as dad I think it was a, it was a it was a hard thing for me to understand like how to deal with those things because it would go one of two ways you would get depressed uh, or overwhelmed by yeah. everything and you would just want to sleep and be in your room and almost like be a hermit of yeah. a sense and like didn't want anybody around or which It was very difficult I think for for us to handle was you would rage almost like you would get you would get angry and mad at us when we would ask questions or talk or like try to motivate you to get focused again and I I remember clearly a couple times where you would get so mad and say things like what you just said like you trying to meet our expectations and you felt the pressure of what I was putting on you and as much as it hurt in the moment of listening to you say that it also helped me understand kind of maybe the undue pressures that i put on you because i think that it stems back to as dad and daughter is communication you know when something's weighing heavy on your chest that's bothering you or you're you are feeling overwhelmed from school uh relationships discomfort of your social circles whatever it may be we have to learn as parent and and child to communicate, you know, we're, we're here for you always, no matter what, no matter if it's a very surface level issue that is not a big deal, or it's a major, major issue. Like probably the next thing you're going to talk about that if we don't have open lines of communication and talk as father and daughter, That could turn out really really bad and be irreversible
0: yeah and so like going along with that i think that like my stubbornness came into play a lot too because i am the oldest and i didn't want to show emotion a lot and i so like the only way that i knew how to do that was like to hide it and to go into my room and like be stubborn and like if they notice something like I would just yell at them and take it out on them and like say like there's nothing wrong with me like it's like you guys are putting pressure on me and like I don't want to be out like I'm a teenager I can be in my room like I would just like make up excuses for my feelings and like I wouldn't want to talk about my like how I was really feeling or like what was going through my head I never wanted to talk about it and so I just kind of put it aside and like like go in my room and I like I think it affected a lot of people like not only like my family like my friends too because I like stopped reaching out to them and like they like kind of like felt like I didn't want to be their friend anymore I feel like and so um like people in Clovis and people um in Visalia kind of like noticed it in a way like asking me like if I was okay or like why like they don't why I don't text them as much anymore And, like, same thing happened with my boyfriend. Like, I kind of, like, pushed him away a lot. And, um, like, I would tell him everything, but, like, I feel like I'd put a lot of blame on him. And so it kind of, like, made him feel like he wasn't enough for me. And so I think, like, a lot of that, like, it just, like, all these thoughts were affecting, like, everyone around me. And, like, I didn't notice it at the time. And so this kind of, it doesn't really lead into this next thing, but um, it's something that I do want to share with you guys just because... I went through it, and I know a lot of people are going through it right now, but this kind of all stimulated, like, at first it wasn't a big thing, it was just like depression and anxiety, which, it sucks, but it was like a lot on me, and so I think after that I, um, like this, like, thoughts were going through my head where, like, I thought that I wasn't enough and, like, I didn't want to live anymore because, like, these thoughts were, like, taking over my life, and so I thought that it would just be better if I was gone. And like once I saw that I was affecting people, like I didn't want to live anymore. And so um, I did go through suicidal ideations and I would lock myself in the bathroom and um, like take out something that's close to me or like there's like always like nail no clippers in the um, bathroom or like at one time there was like this screwdriver thing. It's like a sharp tool that you use and um I was alone at the time my I think my dad wasn't home yet and my mom was just getting home and so it scared me but um I did like I did cut myself and so um that was like really scary for me and like I don't think if it was for like my mom like trying to find me like she was banging on her bathroom door to let me out and I was like it was a like really an emotional time for me and um I, it wasn't because of, like, my future and, like, that I was anxious about my future. It wasn't about my parents putting pressure about on me, but it was, like, only me. It was, like, about my past and, like, how I regretted it so much that I didn't think that I was, like, meant for this world or that I was enough for this world or that I was too broken um, to be a part of this world or go on with my life because I just thought that people would always, like, see me as disgusting or gross and like now looking back at it like it's even more gross that I had to put myself through that to like to tell myself that I wasn't enough to live on this earth when now that I know that like God loves me so much and like no mistake is too big for him to like fix me and to love me the same because he loves you the same if you're broken or if you're perfect no one's perfect but um He loves you no matter what is what I'm saying and so um I think this is something that's really hard for me to like put out there that I did like um go through this but I know that a lot of people do go through it and so like I just want to let you guys know that you guys are enough and if you guys are going through it like to not put yourself through this because um the the outcome is not like you you like if my mom didn't come that day like I don't know where I'd be today. Like, I don't know if I would have done it or if I would have stopped because I've done that in the past. I used to cut razor blades out of my razor and I like, it's it's the truth. And so um, I used to lock myself in the bathroom and in and effect my parents, like my dad's anxiety would, he already has really high blood pressure and it would go up even more when I did these things and it would scare him and he'd yell at me and then I'd get scared and like, it affects everyone around you, so, like, like, don't, like, I don't know how to put it. Be selfish in a way where you need to make sure you're enough for, or you're enough for everyone, but I don't know where I'm going with this, honestly. Um, you're, en- you're enough for your loved ones, and you're enough for God, and so I don't think that, um, you should put yourself through this because you're also hurting others around you and um but make sure that you're okay and like focus on your mental health you don't need to just say that you're not enough and give up like you could you got like if I got through it and other people have gone through it you could get through it too so yeah
1: it's a hard it's a hard hard topic to talk about but I think uh you know first and foremost I want to say that I'm so grateful that God has continued to work in our lives and we are where we are now because during that time it was some of the scariest moments of our life as a family um, when you were when you were dealing with some of those moments of suicidal thoughts you know like in and, and and then putting those to action and actually actually trying to hurt yourself um, I just I, I clearly remember some of those moments and it's uh it's something that um, families have gone through I mean I know that you read social media you see in the news and you know it it happens right here in our backyard it happened in Clovis several times with some of the CUSD students when we were up there Mm -hmm. and uh it's happening here in Visalia as well and there's nothing I think that as as adolescents, as youth, as you guys are trying to discover yourselves as people and the boundaries that 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 are there um, that your parents put on you that school puts on you that that you know just social environment puts on you which is much much more stressful now to you guys growing up in a social media world than it ever was when when we were younger as our generation and it was still back then too, so I can't imagine the compounded pressure that you guys are dealing with now. But my point is is that there's never a problem that's too big for you to, to not be able to solve with unconditional love of your support system, whether that's your family, whether that's a teacher, whether that's a counselor at school, whether that's a pastor at church. Whether it's a, a friend's mom or dad, if you feel closer to them, whatever it may be, there's someone out there that you should be able to turn to, talk to, and, and open up what you're dealing with inside of your head um, before you take a course of action like that. And, and, and look, at the end of the day, we don't have a large audience of people that are listening, but I hope that if there's anybody out there that is listening and you're a young adult, or you're an adult, because suicide... It does not discriminate age. Um, that you have that, that you find that support system to turn to and talk to. And if you're a dad or a mom and you have those thoughts and you have a child that you can talk, whoever it may be, um, you just have to be able to turn to. But I'm so grateful that Chloe, we we're, we're hopefully getting beyond that. And there may be mm-hmm. n- more moments of that later in your life. And I hope that these are learning lessons that. You're always going to think to turn to God and your family before yeah. you ever take those I, those actions again. I,
0: yeah, I think um, so. It kind of like slowed down after that. Like it, there'd be once in a while those thoughts would pop in, into my head, but I never really like like went into the action again. Um, I saw a couple therapists. I um, went to two different ones and I didn't like them. And then finally my third one, I loved her. I'm still I'm still going to her every week. Um, and that's really helped me. I also, this, like, before quarantine started, I went on independent studies for a few weeks and just tried to, like, rebuild myself, kind of, and, like, figured out, tried to figure out who I am through Christ and everything. I read the Bible, and I started doing devotionals again and listening to podcasts, um, and I think, like, now, like, looking back at it, I think... God kind of put me through this for a reason I mean like he didn't want me to think of this stuff because I he knows I'm enough that's on me but um you go through everything for a reason and now I'm like helping others that are going through this right now um one of them being in my family and so um it's it's a difficult thing to watch because you don't understand it until you're like going through it in the present moment because I understood it so well back then why I was feeling that way but now looking at someone else who's feeling that same way is like it's so confusing to me and it's like why do you feel this way you shouldn't feel this way and um, it's hard and like I think that's why a lot of parents don't understand like or like even friends like they don't understand exactly what you're going through and they're like why are you doing this to yourself like it's dumb type thing but like honestly it's your feelings and I think you just need to take time to listen to those feelings and what you want and find your su- support system because um, you shouldn't go through this alone. And you're, in reality, you're not alone. There's so many people that are going through the same thing right now, especially in quarantine. It's gone up dramatically. And so um, I think there's a lot of people that you could talk to. Um, I know God, like, just, like, reestablishing my faith and stuff, um, I've realized that I am enough, no matter, like, how big my mistake is, or mistakes are, um, I'm gonna continue making mistakes through life, and, um, I know God will be right there through my walk with Christ, and just going through life itself, and, um, I just, I know now that, like, God loves me enough, like, no one else in the world could love me, and I'll still be enough for this world, because God loves me, And so, and I have an impact to make on. I have a calling on this earth, and so um, now I'm living for God, and I'm I'm doing everything through the glory of Him, and so I don't need to um, like make anyone else happy but Him. Basically.
1: Yeah, I think I think you brought up a really good point. That is, um, it's almost a generational disconnect. Like with me, Mm -hmm. when we were going through some of this stuff, I was that dad that was like old school traditional sense like deal with it come on pick yourself up let's go like yeah. what the heck why are you shutting down why are you you know like and and i've learned a lot through this too now granted um that's just, some of us in my generation maybe are just wired that way and our that's our DNA. we don't know exactly yeah. how to deal with these things but i think it was a learning experience for me too to try and take a step back do more listening rather than like, um, advising and, and, and try our best to understand what you're going through. Because like I said a moment ago, like suicide doesn't discriminate. There's fathers that commit suicide. Unfortunately, there's grandfathers, there's mothers, there's kids, there's like, it it goes across the board and it's, and it's really, truly a matter of being able to, to manage and cope with some of your feelings and thoughts that become overwhelming because I think things like anxiety and depression, which are two things that that we've dealt with in our family, they stimulate thoughts of suicide. And I think that a lot of what happens socially, like things are... your your anxiety and your depression or your stress or all those things are relate to something in life whatever it may be whether if you're older and it's uh work or you're older and it's not being able to deal with some of the things that the kids you know you as a teenager are putting on you know what what we feel is like outside of the boundaries that we want you to be in but your mind and heart and soul is a certain way we don't know how to deal with those things, that stimulates anxiety and stress. And then from that could stimulate suicide. And so for you guys as young adults, whether it's workload at school, whether it's, like I said, a moment ago, a boyfriend or a girlfriend and a breakup, or um, the social media, which is a topic that we're going to touch on in the future, um, I think that there's just so many stresses and comparisons of other people mm-hmm. and social media that's all it is you just put what's good in your life it's yeah. very rarely the bad and so everybody compares to what everybody else is doing and then you're judging yourself versus others and and all these crazy thoughts go yeah. in your head and it's, it's also it. like
0: even like with the good but it's also with the bad like who's made the worst mistake like mm-hmm. oh she's she's worse than this girl like she's gone through this and like she has all these mental illnesses, she's broken, so she's not good enough, like, that, like, that type of stigma, like, I don't know, it's just, like, it's all built up, and, yeah, but I kind of wanted to say that, like, everyone's story is different, and I kind of wanted to touch on, like, some things that could actually help you through this stuff, because, like, a lot of the times, it's, like, you don't know how to fix it, and you don't know where to start, and you can't really self-diagnose like you could like say like oh yeah i'm going through this but it's like hard to self-diagnose when because a lot of people are just like sad off of things like it's not until like you're depressed or like you know you have anxiety or you know you have a problem um until you could actually fix it and so i think for me like yoga has helped me a lot just like kind of like being in the present moment and like trying to find the present moment at the time and then um journaling a lot just writing your thoughts down so they're out of your head and on paper um has helped me um I think running obviously helps me a lot it's just like being around my team which I can't do that now but being around my team really helped me um think of other things um I also think reaching out to my family and loved ones help just talking about it and just like other things like painting, just things you're passionate about, doing those things because it's like makes you feel good um, writing down what you're grateful for, just so you don't have negative thoughts going through your head all the time, and yeah, just like little things like that will always help and stuff you
1: know. yeah i I think that just in <clears throat> topics like this and again we we hope that there's there's people out there listening and getting something from what we're we're talking about, but I want to make sure that <laughs> clearly we're not doctors. We're not, you know, there's no, there's no, we have no scientific evidence of the things that, that we're like saying has helped us and as a family. But what we are doing is we're opening up, we're being transparent and we're sharing the testimony of what we've experienced. And, and hopefully that will, that will relate to someone else out there that's listening. And, and, and it can be, uh, maybe there's one tool in here that we've talked about or one thing that, that, that Chloe's chosen to do or I've shared that that can help you get through the situation. And, and if, it's, if it's things that I can stress, it's <laughs> prayer and your faith and open lines of communication between you and your, your child. And that's the hardest thing because, believe me, they don't ever want to listen to you and it takes a lot of walls to break down before you can literally have a two-way conversation instead of a one-way conversation that's either me being upset or you know putting information into your ear that you don't want to hear or you being upset with me and telling me just leave me alone type of thing so uh, we're not doctors we're not we don't have any scientific evidence but what this is is sharing kind of our testimony of what we've experienced as a family so
0: and so that's basically it. I know that it can be a genetic thing too. I know like yep. with the anxiety that was, that could have been more genetic than um, anything else, but um
1: And there's so many yeah. other topics that we didn't, you know, like uh, anorexia and schizophrenia and yeah. bipolar. There's so many different mental health issues, but these are the ones that we have gone through. Have gone through. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so um, just some words of encouragement that I wanted to share is that um, you're not your illness that doesn't define you and it should never define you. Um, your illness could feel like it's taking over your life. And like when I was depressed, I felt like um, all I just was sad and I, I was unmotivated and that's all I felt like I was and that I wasn't worth it. but, in reality, that's not who you are. I'm really the silly girl that always laughs at every little joke, whether it's funny or not. And so, um, yeah. And I also wanted to say that you're not alone because there's so many people that are going through this right now. And, um, so many people that have gone through it that could help you through it. And so even though you could feel like you're alone, you're really not alone. And there's so many other people going through it. Um, and I really hope that you guys will reach out to someone you trust, uh, just to talk to, if you are going through this stuff. So, yeah.
1: Well, that's great advice. Yeah. It's good to have my little girl back. I'll that. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. It's still something that I do kind of struggle with. I'm not. I'm not going through depression or like anxiety anymore. Um, but it is something that I s- struggle with day to day. Whether it's being stubborn and, but. That's never going
1: to change. Yeah,
0: (laughs) but I I could say that I am a lot happier now and I'm back to my self. So, yeah, next week we'll be coming back on to discuss social media and our personal journey with it and how we currently use it. So make sure to stay tuned and listen to that next week. And also remember to email us at beyondmoonandstars at gmail.com if you have any questions, or you could DM me on Instagram. And thanks to everyone who stayed through to listen. Um, I hope the rest of your week is amazing, and yeah.
1: Yeah, hey, happy Mother's Day to the moms yesterday. I know we usually release on Sundays, Yeah. but we were busy celebrating moms. So uh, happy Mother's Day to those that are out there listening. We appreciate uh, you tuning in and taking our journey.
0: Yep. Thank you. Bye.